is Grace. Hi, this is Allentail, but you can call me Matthew. This is Hannah. Hi, this is Emily. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, this is Jamie. And, and this, this is, is Adventures in Absurdity. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, Hi, I'm back. <laughs> this week we have Emily, Jamie, and Hannah. Woo! Yay. And we're doing Connie part one and two. So get your tissues. <laughs> so Connie was written and directed by Paul McCusker and produced by Steve Harris, Bob Lachero. And executive producer was Chuck Bolte. And the plot or the summary is Connie encounters old friends who remind her of how different she was before coming to Odyssey. Meanwhile, Eugene Meltzner starts working at Wits End and promptly changes how the shop works. I forgot this was Eugene's first episode. I know. Me too. I read that. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad that Emma isn't. This episode starts with Connie bursting through the door, being like, wit, wit. Guess what? My mom said I can go back to California. And then Wit just like lets her off work. Like just like that. Wit is a great boss. He's just like, oh, He's oh so okay. <laughs> I know. I wanna I wanna boss like Wit. Yeah, I wish my wish so my boss was like When can I have off? When do you want off? Uh oh. like the next three weeks. Okay. <laughs> also, what high school has a Christmas break that, that that's that long? Like what? I don't know. Mine was two weeks. That was it. Also, I didn't. I always thought this episode was taken done over summer vacation, which is why I was really confused by all the Christmas references. But nah, (laughs) it's Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess they go to the beach, so your brain says summer. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's what always confused me. I think the next scene is Wit and Tom Riley talking, and yeah. Eugene's entrance. An iconic entrance. I quote to be his sure. entrance all the time. Yes, it's so good. Someone oh says God. "Howdy." Anybody says just like "Howdy," me, my my brain, an abbreviated form of the phrase "How do you do?" Or in the older English, "How do you fare?" <laughs> <laughs> Answer: I fare well, thank you. I'm reading Grace's notes right now, and she added that. Um, the, she mentioned the foreign exchange student part where Tom thought that Eugene was a foreign yes. exchange student. That was hilarious. I didn't understand that at first when I was younger, but now that I understand it, that is really funny. He talks interesting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and Wit calls Eugene Hubert in this episode, <laughs> which I also caught, which I think it's funny that in two albums later, um, Richard Maxwell calls him Hubert. Yeah. It's such a funny mix-up to me. Yeah, it is. But it works. It does. I think it's the way he talks. He's so heady It sounds like he gets, the way he always, the way he always um, corrects and makes it sound like he gets it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I always love, he's like, is that a pun? I hate, I hate puns. puns. <laughs> yes. Way to introduce your boss. I hate this company's name. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, 
And oh, and then Eugene um, later he's like, I have several modifications in mind. You know, like putting the trains on um, a computer program, and it's like then the kids couldn't control them. And Eugene goes, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I don't want them touching those trains. <laughs> he's just like, well, duh, isn't that what like you know? Why would the you want the kids to play with the train? <laughs> And then, also, I noticed a lot, too, Will Ryan's Eugene voice is a lot different in the early episodes. So I wonder yeah. if it's yeah. because he's aged or if he just did a little fine-tuning on the voice. I think it's a mixture between that and Eugene's character was written very differently back then. Yeah. True. They're hardly the same person right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We love to see it. The I really do. Character do- growth. Yeah, it's great character growth, but at times I do miss it. Especially in this episode, I miss Wit so much. Oh, oh yeah. This, this Wait, in this, I was just like, I was like, oh. Yeah. And Tom. Um, Tom not being there anymore has, oh. I think, has gone down the drain. I yeah. agree. <laughs> I miss Tom. Ugh. Sadness. We blame the reboot, but what's happened in the reboot? Tom left. <laughs> yeah. Tom and Bernard just left they took all the sanity with them when they left yeah surprisingly enough the sanity left with bernard (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought who thought it yeah and i i believe that's the scene that like wit's talking about how upset he is that connie's going and tom's just like wit chill it's fine (laughs) he's like she's a big girl (laughs) a big kid she can take care of herself even though it's what their several day bus trip by herself yeah. when she's 15 or 16 yeah that's kind can of we... intense it's like a cross-country bus trip i like... mean i get this was like 1989 or something but like yeah i guess we could talk about the bus station scene it's connie so is so excited she it was just adorable and she's, like, so concerned if what's going to be there or not. I know. And you're like, Connie, of course he's going to be there. It's wet. <laughs> and then the Christmas present. Children. Which I was, again, confused as to why they were going to be Christmas <laughs> present. Are they Christmas? Since when? And then, oh, just them hugging is like, aww. For real. It's probably, like, the first time we've seen them acting that, like close in the show yes wit and connie's father-daughter relationship is adorable chef's kiss um i don't oh when she's on the bus and she's talking to that older lady um i don't remember her name but um, one the one from california or the one who's like the bible yeah the old lady because the okay yeah I think the other one as a like a younger girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say like twenty or younger, probably like younger. Yeah. Like Connie's age. Yeah. Um. Or just cool enough. So like college age. So yeah, twenty-ish. Um. But Connie's like, you wouldn't happen to know a man named John Avery Whitaker, right? <laughs> Would you? She's out here pointing out all these coincidences, and also like, you know, Wit's always like, I don't believe in coincidences. They're really just God. And I'm like, or Mr. Whitaker. 
True, because she's like, it would be just like Wit to make me sit next to someone on the bus like this, and then like ten years later we have Wilson. <laughs> right. Connie told him about that, and he's like, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna use that sometime. <laughs> the bus conversations were interesting, because like the first girl, when she's just like, ew, the Bible, it was interesting because that's exactly how Connie was when she first came. Yeah, and exactly. now she's almost defending it. Mm-hmm. It just shows how much she's changed in the three albums we've seen her. Yeah. 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 And I liked how they used the flashbacks to kind of demonstrate oh. some of the change and the yes. stuff she went through. And flashbacks, also flashbacks. Oh. Perfect. It they mentioned they bring up Karen and that was the episode right before this one. Mm-hmm. So they aired Karen and then Connie. They just wanted their listeners to cry for like a month straight, honestly. <laughs> what the heck? Like, oh. Oh, my heart. That was one of the first albums I ever got was this one. So I had this episode and I had no clue where half of the flashback scenes came from. So I remember listening to what I think it's called Stormy Weather or something. I don't Flash Flood. Listening to Flash Flood for the first time. I'm like, it's the scene from the flashback. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's same. stormy weather. It is. Stormy weather? Okay. Yeah. I listened to this way before stormy weather, and then I was like, whoa. I recognize the flashback. You're like, oh, oh, excitement. Yes. And, like, I remember the flashbacks in, like, Eugene's episode later. Like, yes. this is one of his flashbacks. So I'm like, whoa. Flashback section. Yes. So she meets the lady on the bus, ironically. Yeah, that's the end of part one, though, when they get into California, I think. Yeah. And then it opens with her on the beach with her friend. Yeah. Which part of Connie being able to surf is iconic. Right? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, she can. I love it. Yeah, she said that, and I was like, really? Um, how I imagine like uncoordinated Connie like can can surf. Cool. I think she's you. good at it, but yeah. Hey, well, cheerleading, true. volleyball, baseball. She can do it all. True. Yeah, she went to cheerleading camp. Mm-hmm. All baseball. Yeah. She was a good baseball coach. She was a part. great baseball coach. That the scene where they're on the beach. And mm-hmm. Marcy says, just five minutes would be nice, you know, five minutes without bringing up Odyssey. And I'm like, if that's not my parents. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because they said that line and I'm like, oh, I feel that. <laughs> I mean, all summer, my parents are like, would you shut up? <laughs> yeah. I will say, like, this summer has definitely brought me back to, like, you know, tend to. 14 year old me who was obsessed with mm-hmm. Odyssey. Oh, thanks same. to y'all. Same. Of course, with more grown up aspects. <laughs> of course. Speaking of which. I still like Odyssey. I have the same thoughts too. I just want them all to have therapy now. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of our adult thoughts though, the way that Marcy is so shook that Connie like doesn't want to go to the party, I'm like, she went to so many parties before she moved to Odyssey. Oh, yeah. We don't even oh, know. Girl. Basically said Connie was the party girl. She was like the wild one. And I'm like, um... Well, with a rich dad, yeah. Who was never yeah. around. 
yeah, Marcy's like, keys to the liquor cabinet. And Connie's like, uh. And she's like, what is your problem? And Odyssey won't even mention liquor now. Like, I know. I know. How it's like, of them. You forgot what you did to Connie when she first came here. Like, what has changed, Paul? Where's Paul? <laughs> oh, come back. Paul, you're our savior. <laughs> <laughs> when, when in doubt, just Paul. <laughs> Save us. So what happens after she's on the beach? She just keeps having flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think it flashes back to Odyssey and like Eugene has automated the shop and Oh yeah. Tom walks through oh, the door yeah. and it's like the, this the boat horn. <laughs> I love that. Tom's like, yeah, it'll remind me of that when I have my first heart attack. <laughs> love that. Even Tom even had his rivalry with Eugene from the very, very yeah. beginning. <laughs> and Tom's just like, so why aren't there any children here? And what's like, holiday? <laughs> Tom's like, nice try. That ain't it. It's funny because what's like, I'm going to say it even though we both know I'm just lying. <laughs> Holidays? I wonder how much of a precursor this was to Applesauce, though, because, like, he does automate everything later, and he mentions Eugene doing it. So, like, I wonder if he was already working on that, or, like, what? What's always, like, I worked on it a long time ago, but then we find out that he created Applesauce between this album and album five. Which is, like, a pretty short time span. Five, yeah. Maybe he just incorporated the shop into it because he was already working on it? I don't know, but I, I don't know. Um, the spy timeline does not match up with Odyssey timeline. Then right, less sure. than Odyssey timeline matches up with ours. Yeah, they're not very good with timelines. They really um. aren't. <laughs> I really didn't have a whole lot of notes for part two, but I did miss this in part one from the very beginning. Tom has called Eugene. He goes, Eugene! (laughs) (laughs) Eugene! From the very beginning. Yeah. Without fail. I miss Tom so much. Tom. Just so much. He's just so great. Yeah. I miss his calming presence around its end because he just knew how to calm everything. Yeah. Now everything's so intense, even when it's not. Yeah. I Tom was like wit's wit. Yes. Yeah. He needs one, and no offense to Wilson, but he's not a very good one right now. He's not doing so hot. Nope. He's not. He needs to be a little more involved. Pamela. I'm just saying that I loved Pamela's entrance. Pamela. Yeah. She's so, like, I don't know. I just really like her in this episode. I do too. She's really sweet. I like that she got saved, then changed, but not in a weird way. If that may, I don't know how to explain it, but like she clearly fell away from the bad friends, but still tried to be an influence to them. Mm-hmm. Because whatever her, the other girl, Marcy, was talking about how she's all God and Jesus, and she's no fun to hang around anymore. I don't know. She's just, I don't I really like what they did with Pamela. It's cool to see it in California, not in Odyssey. 
then Pamela just showing up on the front door and being like, hi, come to church with me. <laughs> She's doing her rounds. <laughs> her evangelizing. I also love her voice. Like, that's yeah. kind of random, but I love Pamela's voice. Me too. It's really, like, distinct. But I like I liked when she, Pamela introduced Connie to her, the bus purse lady, the bus lady. Yeah. And <laughs> Connie's like, I need to sit down. <laughs> and Pamela's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Tag, Connie's in your area now. Go get her. <laughs> I love that moment for Connie, though, because it's so, like, yeah. I feel that sometimes, you know? Like, when something like that happens, you're like, dang. I think it's really coming. Yeah, Yeah. I think that was her moment of like, oh crap, all this stuff is real and legit. Yeah. Then her wanting to go home, like when she says that, it kind of like low key gives me chills because, Mm. like, you know, she wants to get saved, but you're partially worried yourself that she's just going to cop out. And they're like, come on, please do it. She's like, I want to go home. She's been pushing to get to California for years or months or whatever, Odyssey time. And then she gets there and like a week into it, she's like, I'm going home. And like, she's like, no, back to Odyssey. That was powerful too. Because she's always like, I want to go home to California and California's not home anymore. Yeah. And then you think about it. She had what, two, three days, probably three days on the bus back to Odyssey And she had a Bible with her. Like, mm, yeah, you know what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. She had time, too. Like, this wasn't a rash snap decision, obviously. Yeah. Which I like. Odyssey doesn't really do snap decisions. Yeah. Right. Um, and like when even, it comes to that type of stuff, yeah. Yeah, even Katrina, who hers was like an afternoon of it, they sat Still down. Still an afternoon. <laughs> Con- well, Connie showed her. Like, yeah. talk to Katrina, and Katrina asked her questions and that kind of thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, Jesus loves you, and he wants to, like, you know, this. And they're like, cool, it how was, do I pray? <laughs> it wasn't an afternoon, like, filled with, like, all this emotion. It was an afternoon of questions and, like, answers and conversation. Yeah, I like how every person is different. Like, Connie is very emotional, and so her salvation was emotional for her and everyone involved Eugene and Katrina are academic so their salvation was extremely academic and mm-hmm. that's okay okay yeah. and then there's the next scene is the one where you where Wit is telling Eugene to take everything down and Eugene's yeah. immediate thought is are you firing me <laughs> yeah and he's like well he starts it off with um let's not um you know thankfulness is stupid we don't need that i mean yeah. we're in a science let's let's not um you know Duped. bother ourselves with something as sentimental as gratitude but you know yeah. he wants the thanks and it's like oh, oh yeah. we won't yeah. <laughs> yeah i also think it's funny earlier that it's like oh it's just it's just seasonal probably only for this few weeks and it's like here he is however yeah. many years later <laughs> yep. yeah then, like, the best scene of early Odyssey, maybe ever. Connie comes in. Wade's voice. Oh. I, like, die. He's like, Connie! He's, <laughs> He's oh, so Connie! Happy. Oh, gosh. And then when she's just like, this is gonna sound weird, but can we kneel? I'm like, oh! 
It's so like powerful. And here, have you ever heard like the crew talk about it? Like, yeah, it was for them too. Hmm. I re-listened to it. Um, I didn't really get to re-listen to it now, but I re-listened to it a couple weeks ago. And just when she starts like praying and like talk when she gets there and starts talking to Wit, I start like crying, even though I know exactly Dang. what's gonna happen because. So- there's so much emotion there, and it's just, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they built up to it super, super well. They did. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, that was their main focus since Connie came to town, was building mm-hmm. up to this. Yeah. And, like, you can tell that it wasn't easy. Like, it wasn't fast and easy or anything. Like, Wit had to put yeah. a lot into it, and, like, Tom mm-hmm. put a lot into it. They had to withstand a lot of her being angry at them for it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And like that's it's, yeah. Yeah. When Wit go when Wit's like crying and says Connie, Connie, I'm just like, oh, I know his oh Connie, and I'm just like tears, tears. And then that's he's like saying like... this, thank you, Lord, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's oh. when I was like, I want House Miss back. <laughs> I know. And then um, you don't know how hard I've prayed for this. I think I do. Your prayers made it all the way to California. Oh. oh. It's all just so good. Yeah. And then even Chris coming on at the end. Welcome home, Connie. We've been waiting a long time for you. Cries even harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry just talking about it. Same. And that's uh. Connie. <laughs> It's a very straightforward episode. Like, there's two plots, but it's also very straightforward. Yeah. It's not a lot of fluff. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. Everything has like a purpose in this episode. Yeah. That's why I like the flashbacks so much, because they, like, nailed it. Like, they used them really well. Yeah. Then Eugene entering, I, I always forget that Eugene entered at the same time Connie was a Christian. It would have been very interesting to see Eugene and Connie interact before she was saved. That's true. That would Well, if we get some of that in the champ of the camp. That's true. That's true. I don't feel like that counts, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. never even saw each other. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if Connie wasn't a Christian when they met, they would have completely hated each other. I feel like she would have been really mean to him, not gonna lie. Yeah, like she I just would not surprise me if one of them like quit or um, got fired or something because it the only reason that worked out is because Connie got saved, really. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Because she was kind of mean. She wasn't terrible by any means, no. but she could like, still be a little she was cruel sometimes. Very snappy at wit, like with, with wit, and she yeah. liked wit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Wit could have handled the both of them not being <laughs> yeah. Christians in that. And, like, you know. He did one project at a time. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah. also, I think Wit would have, not to sound, like, weird about her thing, but I think Wit would have gotten a little bored without a project person, which sounds really bad. But no, like, but I, I get, like I get what you're what saying. saying. Yeah. And I respect, I was like, just thinking about this. Wit hires non-Christians in a known Christian so establishment. And a lot of times Christians are like, you must be a Christian. You don't, you don't must be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, they kind of like find an excuse not to hire you if you're not a Christian if, in a lot of yeah. Christian businesses. 
And it's not like that at all. He's like, you're unsafe. Great. So long as you work, are a hard worker. Like, I don't think he ever hired a Christian. No, I yeah. don't think so. I'd say like, Nick, Aubrey, um, Renee, Connie and Eugene. I mean, besides, obviously, like, Jason and Jack Allen. Well, yeah. But they, he never really hires them. They but more just really hired, show up. Yeah. <laughs> that was just them trying to replace him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he asked Wooten. his son to take over the shop. But, he did uh, ask. I mean, Wooten was kind of an employee for a while. Like half a second. Yeah. It was more of he needs different. a job than a I need a worker. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. They needed. No, they. Wooten, they kind of hired to be a temp. Went during oh. Novacom, so it was mm-hmm. more they needed the worker. Alex, make me a milkshake and make it fast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of like, long term yeah, employee, like, long term employment. I always forget Nick worked at Witson though. Me too. I miss and him. And then so Aubrey, funny. yeah, and Aubrey was only there for like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. She got fired and hired back, and, like, we never see her again. After yeah. she got hired back, like, she's visited, but she, like, we never saw her working. It was really weird. Yeah. Did Nick ever got, did Nick ever got, get saved? Because I don't think he did, but he might have. He did in, like, a Clubhouse magazine, like, story. Oh, but never on the show. Yeah. Which is kind of weird of them, but okay. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, the actor must have aged out or, like, left or something. Probably. They kind of just yeeted the mulligans out of the universe. They really no did. explanation. That was sad. I love Nick that. Nick had family. already gone through puberty. He was like a teenager. Like, yeah. so he wouldn't have aged out, really. Yeah, I loved that family. They weren't like super featured, but when they were, I really liked it. Yeah. Their like ministry was really cool. But I would have loved to hear um, Eugene and Katrina talk to the mulligans. Before adopting Buck or fostering Buck. That's a good point. Instead of some. We would have heard from them after Novacom because, um, what's his, their faces? Tony and Brianna went and lived with them. Where did they go next? We never know. <laughs> yeah. They should hire us to do a fill-in series, though, where we just fill in all these stories and people getting yeeted out. Let us fix your plot holes, please. <laughs> and Jason and Richard go on adventures. Yes. Bermuda? <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Mm. My grandpa was a big Beach Boys fan. Or is. <laughs> Beach Boys anyway. are pretty great. They are. They're groovy. Um, do y'all want to know what we're doing next week? Yeah. Okay, next week yes. we are going from the very old to something newer. And we're going to do Mistaken for Good. Do y'all mm-hmm. know which one I don't that remember is? that. Don't that try. is the one where Jay? Jay goes to the nursing home. Oh my gosh. Oh, I forgot about that. I just put that one on the list within the past couple weeks. I was listening to it and I was like, yeah. oh, this is such a good episode. I feel like I've only listened to that one. Like, Jay in that episode. Yeah. 
I feel like it's even intentional. I've only listened to that episode like once, I think. Maybe twice. I vaguely remember like parts of it, but I don't know if I've listened to it and like since it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's underrated. Honestly, I think we all as a group and then like including myself hopelessly underrate some of the newer episodes. Yeah, yeah that's okay. true. So, disclaimer, we're also not affiliated with Focus on the Family, by the way. Please don't ever think that. Today's episode was brought to you by Aram, the recording bot. We're we are Chaos! Chaos! Goodbye! Goodbye. Bye. Bye.